Happy Friday, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Just Effort Podcast. I'm Angelo. I'm your host. And I'm excited to bring you episode 25 because this is going to be about fear. You know, this past week and these past few weeks, actually, I've been having a lot of conversations about fear with different people, whether it's business or clients or everything else in between. Right. This is a this is an episode that I basically just picked up my recorder and I just started talking about it, kind of whatever comes to mind and opening it up to you guys, because I want you guys to hear straight up how I look at fear and how it's actually given me the direction to where to what we are doing now. It's 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 sucky sometimes because it's definitely um, not a fun feeling being afraid or being, you know, hesitant to dive deep into something you're you're not completely sure about. But when you know how to control fear, you become limitless. Enjoy the episode, guys. Happy Friday. I want to talk to you guys about fear. A few weeks ago, I talked to a good friend of mine. We were talk- We were chatting on the phone for a little bit, and she was telling me that there was a fear in her life, that, that there was this big, extravagant goal that she wanted to go after, but she was afraid to. And the interesting part is that I believe this person is more than capable of achieving it, yet this person believes that she is not. Crazy, right? How many times do we... Do we downplay our own successes and capabilities because why? Because we don't think we can? Because we've tried a little bit before and we just haven't stuck around long enough to really see that and and see the long term of maybe we can do this. How many times have you done that where you where you wanted to accomplish something, but because of your own negative self-talk and your own negative mindset, you didn't? whether you tried for a little bit and failed or you never even tried at all. So I talked to this person and I'm explaining to her just my experiences because that's all I can teach, right? I mean, all I'm doing is sharing my experiences. I'm not a freaking doctor. I'm not like, I don't have any fancy degrees. I barely got my associates in like four years, like seriously. I was suspended from a bunch of different colleges. I, I school and me, like we school and I see, I even said that wrong school and I don't even get along like that. So, you know, I'm just saying that I, I speak from experience. So you take it if you like it, if not, that's okay. I'm just telling you what's happened for me, what's worked for me and what I've helped other people do as well. So anyways, um, What was I talking about? Oh yeah, a school. I'm like, oh my gosh. I started thinking about all those times I was cutting. I was, I was cutting class to go home and cut hair. Like yeah. So a lot of you don't know I used to be a barber. That's okay. I'll save. I'll save that for another story. But going back to this. Okay, now I remember. We. I was telling my friend about all the, um, um, all the fears I had when I was a police officer. Now, there were times where we would have to go into a house and there's a person in there or, you know, there may be multiple people in there. We don't necessarily know what's in there. Right. And, you know, so that's scary. You don't know if there's a guy back there with a gun or a dog or, you know, some kind of crazy stuff kind of waiting for the cops to come in and do some crazy shit. But, yeah, whatever. So there's a lot of times where there was fear involved. 
But the truth is, even though that initial emotion might be fear where I would see the house and I'm like, holy crap, I don't we don't know what's in there. We're about to go in there like, oh, shit, here we go. The initial emotion might be fear. But the truth is, when it's all said and done, whether it was a bad guy or not. When it's all said and done. Once you get past that fear and you get in there and you do what you got to do and you you accomplish the mission, you get whichever you whatever you need to get. A lot of those times, a lot of those some of my best memories are right after that fear. Like I said, whether it was going into a house full of people or, you know, getting into some crazy car chases like there's there's definitely like, you know, pucker moments where your ass is like, holy crap, here we go. Right. But you got to. You got to remember that sometimes our greatest accomplishments and our greatest opportunities are right behind that fear. Sometimes our greatest opportunities are right behind that fear. I would even, you know, push the envelope a little bit and say a lot of the times, if not every time, I almost look at fear as as like a compass, right? You know, fear gives us a direction of where we should be going. Fear gives us like the boundaries of our comfort zone and where we're not comfortable, our uncomfort zone. Fear is just right there in the middle. Like comfort zone here, fear, uncomfort zone. So it gives us the boundaries of where we are, where we feel comfortable and where, you know, our field of play, I should say, is located. Fear gives us the boundaries and gives us our limitations. And most of the time, that fear, like I said, that fear is just a boundary. Now you know. I believe that fear gives us a direction. Fear gives it a, as gives us a direction to go. Without fear, if you're just kind of walking around in your field of play, in your comfort zone, you're just kind of walking aimlessly. It's, you're cool. You know you're safe. You're, you're everything's gonna be okay. You're fine. This is this is you. This is all you. You're good, right? Fear tells you that you're getting close to something that you may not be aware of, or you may not be the greatest at, or you may not have that expertise in. So a lot of people will turn away from that. But I believe those are some great opportunities to learn and to grow. Once you get over that fear, once you push past that fear and extend your boundaries, fear gives us a direction to go. And I'm going to tell you something here. I know I've, I've, I've talked about it a little bit on my social media and I've, I may have mentioned it on a previous podcast, but the reason why we are going, uh, we, we've really transcended modern fitness from just a fitness nutrition and mindset company and brand into mental wellness peak performance and fitness education is because of that fear as many of you know i used to be a mindset and peak performance mindset and leadership coach right to different ceos guys in the special forces and all that kind of stuff i used to do that it was fun i liked it and it was all kind of geared around this, the perimeter of mental health, right? That's why I did mindset. I did leadership, peak performance. It was all around the perimeter of mental health. And as of recently, I put it on my social media. An officer from my old PD 
um, took his life. And it really, you know, it really affected me in a way that um, I knew I had to do something. I knew that the time of that those that those times of working around the perimeter wasn't good enough. I knew that I had to do something. And you may call me a dreamer. You may call me crazy. It is what it is. But I feel it in my gut and in my soul that God gave me this second chance to do something big. And I, every time I was like, okay, I think this is it. This is it. This is it. And now I know like this is it. This right here is where I'm supposed to be where modern fitness is supposed to be and where our team is supposed to be if not us then who and the reason why i always just kind of worked around the perimeter of mental health is because i didn't want to go directly and press that red button and go into mental health because i knew it was going to be like opening up pandora's box for me i knew that if i went down that road I would have to think of all those times I was depressed and I was sad. And, you know, I w all those times I was in the dark place in my life and I didn't want to go back there. That's how bad I really avoided it. That's how fearful I was. I could talk about all the perimeter stuff, but I will never go deep into that because I know how much it hurt me. And I didn't want that again. So I did my best to avoid it. And after hearing about this other officer take his life, it, it just changed everything for me. To be, I'm, I'm not trying to be like dramatic or anything, but it, it really did change everything for me. I went ahead and I saw this video that this, this guy was tagged in. I watched this video. And this is kind of, this is a little crazy, but I watched his video. I saw him smiling and laughing. To anybody else, they would be like, oh, it, it was a good moment. But to me, it's as if I could see the pain in his eyes. It's, if, it's, it's, it's as if I could recognize that, the, that he's going through something. It's like that smile. I think that's what it did. I think that's what did it for me was when I saw him smile and laugh. I remembered what that felt like for me when I would smile and laugh and pretend that everything was okay, that I was fine and I was strong and I didn't need any help. And when I saw that, I immediately my, my, my heart just sank. And I could be wrong, I don't know, but it, that's just the initial feeling I got. And, and, and in all honesty, I started crying. I broke down and I just started crying. And I immediately called one of our coaches on staff um, who is who is um, in law enforcement. And I talked to him and I asked him, like, dude, I think. I think this is what we have to do. You know, I don't know if this is something that God wants me to take upon myself and do this journey alone. Or is this something that maybe we could take modern fitness in? And I was talking to him and I was just bawling and I was just crying. Because I knew like this is what we had to do. If not us, then who? And I consulted with the rest of our leadership team. I talked to Renata. You know, I talked to Marcus. I talked to Jason and Wilbur. I talked to, all, I talked to the main, I talked to the leaders and they all agreed like this is where we need to go.
If not us, then who? The last thing I want is to have kids and have them grow up and think that suicide was a real option. We can't. So, that was my big fear. And I knew taking the, the company into this direction was a big risk because I don't know anyone else has done it. I'm sure a lot of people have tried. But this is what we're doing. We are going to be that option. We are here to leave an impact. And I guarantee you we're going to do it. Like to the bottom of my heart and soul, I know we're going to make it happen. As crazy and as big dream sounding as that may be, I have certainty that it's going to happen. And we are going to be the ones to make that happen. I don't know exactly how yet. But just like anything else in, in life, if you figure out the why, the how will figure itself out. If you know why you're doing it, the how will figure itself out. So let me ask you that. What fears are you afraid to attack? More specifically, what big fears are you afraid to attack because you're afraid of opening a Pandora's box. You're afraid of the, the dark, scary territory you have to get through to get to the end. Or to just even go through that journey. Am I still afraid of what we're doing? There's Yeah, there's still that fear. Because I'm like, this is crazy. We are literally going to change the healthcare, mental health, mental wellness industry as well as education with the creation of modern fitness university it's these are two very big things and i'm excited you bet your ass i'm excited but there is also sometimes that fear because now i'm i'm leading a big group of people whose hearts are all to serve and to be part of something greater and I'm afraid to fail them. I'm afraid to lead a group of people who are trusting me to lead this movement. And I come up short. But you know what? I don't let that stop me. That voice will that will that voice will pop up in my head. I'm like, dude, it, it'll, it'll tell me like I'm not qualified. You know, you you've been depressed and you, you have no you have no right to lead these people. Like, this is literally the stuff that goes on in my head. Like, real talk right now. But I shut that up real quick. Because I believe God gave me that second chance. And that's where one of the, one of the four core values of the whole team effort thing, right? Faith, family, fitness, and freedom. This is where faith really, really jumps in and is very important. So let me ask you that again one more time. Give it some thought. 
Because if you if you're feeling lost right now, because I know I was, I you know we all feel that way where sometimes we feel lost or confused or what the hell am I supposed to do? Should I keep working this nine to five or should I jump all in on this and try to make it happen? Sometimes our biggest opportunities are right behind that fear. You don't have to make a huge change today. But I encourage you to start exploring that thought. Start taking action. If you are hesitant to go into business, if you are hesitant to create this new venture or do something that no one else has ever done, that's okay. If you truly have that passion for it, like you would literally literally do that for free. That's how I think of it. If you would be willing to do something for free, like for the rest of your life, that's how I know like, yeah, that's your real passion. Keep exploring that idea because you don't know the opportunities right behind that fear. You don't know the lives you're going to be able to help once you get past that fear. And you don't know what kind of life you could be living once you get past that fear. But you got to start today.